back to the Anime Summit Newscast, your favorite host of the most Sound the Bomb. It is July 24th, 2022. It's almost August. Can't believe it. Summer season has already started, so a lot of people are talking about that right now, which is awesome. Um, so not, not too much on, like, there's not a lot of, like, newer anime news, except kind of, because I have a lot of new anime hype that I, like, things that I haven't talked about before, which is kind of cool. So some new movies, some new shows coming up some other things but first i thought it'd be cool to kind of talk about san diego comic con a little bit because i think like as just like a nerdy community in general a lot of people were excited about some of the reveals that we got and yeah why not basically just the marvel stuff um i haven't seen too much about any other crazy things um but i did see some new trailers for the season two of chucky which yeah, you've heard me talk about before i love the chucky tv series i thought it was done very well so i'm very excited to see what they do with season two and so we got a tra- teaser trailer for that. And then um, there also was a trailer for Halloween Ends, which wasn't revealed at San Diego Comic-Con, but I'm finally glad that we got to see a trailer of that. So I'm excited for that as well. Just kind of speaking in the realm of horror. But I guess the biggest thing that people were excited about was the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, uh, timeline reveal. So, like, each each time a, a big Comic-Con happens, whether it's New York or San Diego... Which, in my opinion, I think, no, not my opinion, but I think, um, I think most of the time when they do these big reveals, they do them at San Diego Comic Con. Um, when a new phase is like planned out, um, the following San Diego Comic Con, they will reveal it at that following, like San Diego Comic Con, right? And so, right now, we are in the tail end of Phase Four, and so what they did was they revealed the Phase Five timeline, which is very cool. Very awesome. Very dope. And they also revealed part of Phase 6. Um, and I say, and the reason I say part is because there's only three... There's only three things that they revealed for it. Um, but what they're, what they're saying now is... Like, a lot of people had called Phase 1, 2, and 3 the Infinity Saga. That's always just what it's been called. You know, I, I what people have called it. Um, and I think they just kind of adopted that name. Um, but the Infinity Saga, you know, obviously makes up Iron Man, the first Iron Man, all the way up to Avengers Endgame. And then I think uh, Spider-Man Far From Home after that. And then it goes into goes into Phase 4. So what they did was they revealed the rest of Phase 4. They revealed Phase 5 and then a couple things from Phase 6. So uh, obviously in Phase... Four, we have a lot of TV shows. You know, we had WandaVision. We had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We had Loki Season 1, What If Season 1, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, which just came out, Ms. Marvel, which just came out, and then She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. There's also going to be a Halloween special and a Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, And then for films, we had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, and then they finally reveal the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is super dope because um, Ryan Coogler is doing it again, which, like, he just did so well on the first one. It's like, why not fucking just, like, why why break the streak? Just don't fix it if it ain't broke. He did, he did the original Black Panther so well. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's just amazing the way he did it. And so, why, you know, just keep the keep it fucking going man give him the give him a fucking million dollars you know to fucking do it 
Um, and then we got an we got an actual like trailer trailer for She Hulk as opposed to the original teaser that we got um, before. Some of the CG looks cleaned up a little bit. I think um, a lot of people say it still looks bad. I personally think it looks good. I could also be biased because um, I love Jennifer Walters. I'm a big She Hulk fan, um, and I think Tatiana Mas- Maslany is very beautiful, and she looks perfect in my opinion. It definitely looks like it's very kind of a femi show in terms of like, you know, like a, like it kind of like the target audience is definitely shifted towards women a little bit or femme people, and I'm totally okay with that for obvious reasons. But like, I feel like if you're a big fan of She Hulk, you know, I feel like anyone would like it if you're a big fan of She Hulk, like I am. So, um, yeah. So that was that will wrap up Phase Four. Um, and then they announced Phase 5, which includes the TV series What If Season 2, a secret invasion TV series, Echo, and Loki Season 2, um, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which they announced you know a while ago, and Daredevil Born Again. And then for the movies... They did. Oops, let's close that. I'm getting confused. The movies will it will start off with Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, The Marvels, Blade, uh, Captain America: New World Order, and Thunderbolts. So like some of these films, they had like you know they had announced or people had leaked you know a while ago. So some of these names we recognize. We knew Quantum Mania was going to be a thing. We knew Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and the Marvels and Blade were going to be a thing. And someone had kind of predicted, people had predicted a while ago that Thunderbolts was going to be a thing. New Captain America New World Order, though, that seems exciting. Um, a fourth Captain America film, Anthony Mackie, obviously, um, it's going to be the same head writer and staff writer of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I believe. Um, but yes, um, the film will explore the effects of becoming Captain America on Wilson. And uh, yeah. Uh, Blade, obviously, Marvels. Um, Thunderbolts. So for those of you who don't know what the th- what Thunderbolts are, they are an anti-hero comic book team um, from the Marvel Universe. So it kind of started from Baron Zemo's kind of thing. Um, I don't know too much about it. I never read it. Um, but I- I- oftentimes they're led by somebody who used to be a villain who is trying to do their own faction that is not neither here or there. So like there's a point where Norman Osborn ran the Thunderbolts. There's a part where, uh, uh, Luke Cage did the red Hulk did, you know, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, I'm not sure this probably will have to do with like Baron Zemo because like, isn't he in, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, right? Um, but yeah, that being said, that seems exciting. Um, then in Phase 5, uh, you know, we have the, the TV series Loki Season 2 and Ironheart. Um, Ironheart is uh, centered on, uh, supposed to be centered on Riri Williams being becoming Ironheart. Agatha, Coven of you know, Coven of Chaos, we kind of saw that they were doing, and we uh, we knew that they were doing a, a Daredevil series for a while. I'm very excited for Ironheart because obviously I really love the Iron Man movies, and Ironheart is just like another 
Like, you know what I mean? It's just like another Iron you know, Man or Iron Man story type movie. I'm excited to see a hero put on that suit again and just fly around and and fucking blow shit up. Um, I, obviously, I know it's going to be way deeper than that, but you know what I mean. Um, and then they announced three things for Phase 6, which is Fantastic Four, which is a movie, Avengers The Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. So that is exciting. Um, I imagine the Kang Dynasty will have to do with Kang the Conqueror, um, which I believe they, they we saw in The Winter Soldier, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then in Avengers Secret Wars, um, if you don't know what the Secret Wars is, that was the 12-issue like comic book crossover. Or was it thir- thir- 12 or was it 14? I don't know. It was like 10 or something like that. But it was like in the 80s and it was the Avengers and the Fantastic Four and some of the X-Men and Spider-Man. It's actually where Spider-Man gets his symbiote costume from originally um, before they changed it for later, you know, whatevers. Um, but that is where Spider-Man gets the his symbiote out because they go to space and um, they're fighting like Kang and Ultron and Molecule Man and shit. And... Um, the, the, in order for Spider-Man to breathe in space, they give him this, this thing. They're like, oh, well, this is an alien. If we put it on your suit, you should be fine. And um, there's also the Secret Wars 2015 comic book. Um, it recalls the 80s miniseries of the same name. Um, the story includes a core Secret Wars miniseries. Um, it revolves around the destruction of the Marvel Universe and various other alternate universes including those seen in the Ultimate Marvel and Marvel 29 imprints in the Age of Apocalypse storyline. And so with that being said, that being the the last film in Phase 6, or so what they've said, or so what we're seeing right now, that Phase 4, 5, and 6 cultivate what is called the Multiverse Saga. And so if it, if i had to guess i would guess that they are adapting that newer one and not the 80s one um so i mean i wouldn't be surprised if that's how they did it because then at that point they could technically just stop making movies and tv series and just do whatever they want um because they've have been doing this since 2008 and phase 6 is not set to like go until 2024 to 2025 for another 3 years so, I mean, you have to kind of, like, think, like, they're, they're probably, they have to end this at some point. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it can't be, you can't be doing this forever, obviously, um, which is very interesting. I think the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe was a great idea. We, you know, when we were, when I was younger, you know, in 2008, I was 18. Um, you know, I, I was, I was 18, 19 years old. Um, and... It's just, no, no, I wasn't. I was 18. I was 17 and 18 years old in 2008. Um, you know, I was, I, you have to understand that, that that's, from what I understood, all I knew was that we were just getting an Iron Man movie. You know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until, like, the Incredible Hulk movie, the post-credits, the Edward Norton one, the post-credits scene in that one, where Tony Stark shows up, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and you were just like, something, something, they're doing something, something's going on here. And then at the end of, uh, you know, Iron Man 2, the Thor's hammer scene, and you were like, oh, okay, no, they're for real, for real doing something here. And from there on, we, you know, we were all just like, they're doing the Avengers. Like, they're fucking doing the Avengers. That's the only 
logical like outcome, right? Like what's what's a big Marvel hero team? There's the Defenders, the Avengers, you know, um, Collateral Damage, I think is one of them. Uh, there's a bunch of them. And it's just like that this is the only logical, you know, thing. And, you know, back then we didn't think it was going to be this big. There wasn't even supposed to be a Phase 4. Like, you know what I mean? Like, after Avengers came out, the first Avengers movie came out, and they had an after credit scene at the end of that, and it showed Thanos everybody in the theater was like, no fucking way. Like, there's no way. And we thought that they were just going to do, like, you know, maybe an Iron Man 3, you know, maybe a couple of sequels, and then one more Avengers movie where they fight Thanos. And it's like, no, it turns out that it's this whole other thing. They want to introduce 15 more heroes and all this stuff. And it's just really wild to me. So at some point, I believe they have to end this. What better way to do it within an adaptation of the 2015 Secret Wars, um, which is they've already technically set up now, right? Because they've already introduced the theory of the mul- the multiverse theory in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, I still haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, so that could be, like, a whole other thing that is, you know, that I might have even spoiled myself. Like, there could be a fantastic portion in there. Nobody tell me, obviously, because I'm going to watch it. I have Disney+. Plus, But... Anyway, I thought that was cool. All right, so we spent 15 minutes on Marvel shit, so let's get into the anime news. Um, dude, Black Clover manga returns on August 1st, and I believe it's entering this final arc. Yeah, the manga went on hiatus for a plan three months in late April so that Tabata could prepare for the final arc of the manga. The wording used could also be translated as Final Saga. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. Obviously, Black Clover fans out there are probably f- really fucking excited. Uh Passione or Passion. I I don't know how to pronounce the studio name, but they are animating uh, the Demon Sword Master of Excalibur Academy TV anime. Awakening from magical stasis after a thousand years, the Dark Lord Leonis suddenly finds himself in the body of a ten-year-old boy. He quickly meets Rosalia, a girl confronting the voids, creatures that have nearly exterminated humanity. Determined to uncover the mysteries of this strange new era, Leonis enrolls in Excalibur Academy a school that trains students to fight back against these enigmatic, enigmatic monsters. Um, yeah, so some magical shit. Could be cool. Ghost Mikawa's Days with My Stepsister novel gets TV. <laughs> oh my god, Days with My Stepsister. The novel centers on Yuta Asamura, whose parent gets remarried when he is in high school and he gains a new beautiful younger stepsister, Saki Ayase. Saki is also the number one student in her grade. Both of them have some knowledge on male-female relationships through their parents, and in order to not cause discord in the family, they agreed to be not to be not too confrontational, but not too compromising either. With a moderate amount of distance between them, Saki is starved for familial love, but repeatedly tries to be alone, and Yuta is bewildered at how to be a proper older brother. They gradually learn to become comfortable with each other. Man, that is... Uh, God, Japan... Anime being anime. I don't know. It could be, it could be cute, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Sasaki and Peep's novels get TV anime. Um, Sasaki, even though Sasaki's droll corporate life is constantly filled with work, it leaves him tired and unfulfilled at the end of every day in search of some companionship to fill the emptiness emptiness in his life. He visits a pet shop on a whim, not realizing he is about to change his life forever. After settling on an adorable bird and bringing it home, his new roommate reveals that it's actually an incredible sage from another world who promptly bestows Sasaki with supernatural powers as well as the ability to cross between worlds. 
All Sasaki wants to do is use his, these newfound powers to live in peace and comfort, but there are more than a few colorful characters who might get in the way of that. Uh, that could be kind of, that could be kind of cool. That could be, that could be kind of cute. It kind of gives me gate vibes, you know, where they kind of went back and forth between the fantasy world and like Japan. Um, you know, it could be, could be cool. Uh, the detective is already dead. Second anime season. So if you like the first season, that's getting a second season. So yeah, there's some new anime hype for you. I think I have a couple more later on, but, uh, morning two magazine moves to digital release in August. The September issue of Kodansha's morning two magazine revealed on Friday that the magazine will cease print publication and move to a digital release beginning on August 1st, 4th. The magazine will no longer have a monthly release schedule, but will instead update on Thursday every week, similar to its magazine morning. Um, a teaser site opened on the same day as the announcement. The new digital version will launch new manga in the coming months. The web version of the magazine will serialize the English version of Witch Hat Atelier for free. Yeah, this is the GOAT manga. It's my favorite manga of all time. Um, that that basically means that there is no excuse not to read it. So uh, please read it. I've been telling everyone for 15 years to read it. No one seems to believe me, though, that I've been telling you all for 15 years, but I have. Trust me. And Noxie had been telling me to read it, and so I read it. And then somebody told it. I don't know who told him. But anyway, uh, I've been telling y'all to read it for 15 million years, so now you have no excuse. Um, that being said, if anyone knows how to get me a hand, get their hands on a copy of Monthly Morning 2, like a physical version of it, preferably with a witch hat cover, I would very much appreciate that to put that in my collection of um, manga magazines. Uh, we got a new... Uh, trailer for Dragon Ball Superhero. Shout out to the homies at Crunchyroll for sending that to me early. So I got to peep that trailer a little bit early, which is really cool. Something that I've been questioning for a while and noticed is why are Piccolo's arms yellow? Um, so like Piccolo's design or, you know, Namekian's design, you'll notice that their muscle sinew is like exposed. Um, and so like Piccolo's always used to be pink so like he has his green arms and then like his muscle sinew was like always pink or whatever um his fathers were i believe yellow as and some other namekians that we know were also yellow like commies i think were yellow and in this movie his are yellow and i know that i've seen art of piccolo like colored in that they were also yellow as well but i'm pretty sure they were supposed to be pink like they've always been pink so I just noticed, like, in these trailers and, like, all these visuals that we've been getting for for Superhero, um, that they're yellow. And now I'm kind of wondering, is, like, does that mean that he's getting old, like, the old age? When the Mechians get older, does they change colors? Or, you know, what's the what's the story on that, you know? So I just noticed that. I thought that was really cool. Like, his fucking, um, his muscles are yellow um, instead of pink. So I wonder if they're going to explain why that is, because a bunch of people have been theorizing you know what that was. Uh, Berserker. I don't know how you pronounce that. It's B-R-Z-R-K-R. Berserker. I think it's just Berserker. Um, the Immortal Saga continues. This was a comic um, written by Keanu Reeves. And I had never heard about it until now. I was like, wow, Keanu Reeves wrote a fucking comic? That is fucking sick. He created a fucking comic? I want to read that. <laughs> Apparently, they're making an anime series by Production IG now, and it's going to be on Budflix. 
So that is super dope. I'm going to have to read that comic. It's super sweet. It is uh, being published by Boom Studios and created by Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves was also voiced the main character. Um, uh, oh, look, here's the description. Berserker is a brutally epic saga about an immortal warrior's 80,000-year fight through the ages. The man known only as B is half-mortal and half-god. Cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. But after wandering the earth for centuries, B may have finally found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, B will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. That is pretty sweet. Netflix would, have, would first adapt the story into a feature film, followed by an anime spin-off series. Netflix added that the anime series will further expand the Berserker universe by exploring different elements of the story. In the series, Reeves will reprise his role in Voices character. Very cool. Um, Handyman Saito is some more an- new anime hype for you. Handyman Saito in Another World. Uh, this is about a handyman. He gets isekai That's literally what it is. Um... We have a fucking Merlin motherfucker, some fairy, some fairy chick, and we have a, a waifu in full knight's armor. She's got a big-ass sword. And then we have Handyman Saito. It's just in a little handyman jumpsuit, which is cute. Um, but, yeah, there you go. That could be that could be funny. Um, One Piece 25th Anniversary short video tracks the epic journey across 3,463 used-up pen nibs. Ichiro Oda has gone through 3,463 pen nibs drawing the epic saga of One Piece so far. A new promotional video commemorating the manga's 25th anniversary puts a trail of pen nibs together with manga pages in order to retrace the emotional journey. One Piece's YouTube account posted the video on Friday to commemorate the manga's 25th anniversary. Um, the video contains spoilers for the manga. Yeah, I was I was going to click it, and then I decided not to because there's spoilers for the manga in it. I'm only on chapter 700... 85 i don't remember um but i mean i am at the end of dress rosa arc for anyone curious um i have i've had a couple questions about people asking if i'm going to be talking about that on the podcast or doing like a solo cast or doing some kind of podcast something or another yeah i plan on doing an ex episode about talking about the first like 600 chapters like pre-time skip um so get excited for that i don't know when it's happening i'm still in talks with the people i'm doing it with so um yeah uh, I will be talking about that because I know a lot of we have a lot of listeners who are One Piece fans, and I'm the one of the three of us who decided to make the jump into the manga. Um, and I'll just, in short, I love it so far. So, but yeah, I will be talking about uh, that and my experience with that. Uh, Yasuo Otagaki's Gundam Thunderbolt manga unveils 10th anniversary project models. Um, for my Gunpla homies out there, um, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt manga is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year with a new project that includes 10th anniversary plastic models of full armor Gundam and Psycho, Psycho Zaku with new colors. Otagaki drew the package illustrations. In addition, the manga's 20th compiled book volume will ship on September 30th. I didn't even know, like, the Thunderbolts that me and Nick reviewed was only, like, a small part of that, you know? And I didn't realize it was, like, a whole-ass fucking thing. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to read it. I heard it's it's obviously super popular if it's, it's still going, and it's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, speaking of Gundam, the Gundam Witch from Mercury, we finally got a cool trailer for this. I'm very excited for the Witch from Mercury. This is like the like the next like I haven't been this excited for a new Gundam thing in a while. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I hope they do it 
do it very well. I hope it gets, you know, I liked Iron Blood and Orphans. Don't get me wrong. You know, Iron Blood Orphans definitely had like those hard hitting, dramatic, melodramatic moments in it. But that's partly one of the only reasons why some people loved it so much. They thought it was that good because of those moments when really there was a bunch of other parts in it that just didn't make sense. Um, that kind of killed the vibe for me as I was watching it. But I, I do, I do like Iron Blood Orphans a lot. I think it was really cool. I think the Barbatos Gundam is like one of the coolest Gundam designs ever. Um, so even just mecha design in general, I think it was a very great design. Shinobi no Itoki, October 4th is some fall anime hype for you. Uh, yeah, this looks kind of cool. I don't know. It's like a magical dude, wizard face Johnson and some ninja, some ninja shit. Um, Shu Watanabe is directing. We have Isamu Suzuki designing the characters and as a chief animation director. Um, I think it's like this. It's like a... I can't find the description. Hold on a sec. Oh, you know what? Maybe if I click this. Atoki the Ninja. Hmm. Troika. Troika and DMM Pictures are the studios. Uh, it doesn't say the description. I want to know the description of the fucking anime. It's like a ninja wizard. This person's a wizard and this chick's a ninja. Which is super cool. I apologize for not being able to find it. Um, but yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball The Breakers. Remember this? It's like that. It's like a game where it's kind of like, um... Dead, is it Dead by Daylight? Those games where it's like a, it's a cooperative against one powerful villain and then the other players are all on the other side and they're trying to run away or escape. This is that, but Dragon Ball, and they came up with a new trailer and revealed new villains. So we're now we're getting a Frieza. Um, and yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's cool. You can pick the villain who it is, which is awesome. Uh, survivors face off against the Raider. Uh, the Raider takes the form of a notable Dragon Ball series character such as Cell, Boo, or Frieza with the goal of taking out the survivors. The survivors, um, who had been sucked into a temporal seam, have no superpowers. Instead, they use items, weapons, and vehicles to fight and evade the Raider while searching for the super time machine to escape. Um, there will be a character customization mode for survivor avatars, and players can obtain skins and equipment by using in-game credits or making in-game purchases. So yeah, Lonely Castle in the Mirror anime film. Uh, teaser reveals director studio. Um, this looks super, super nice. Um, A1 Pictures. I'm not really too sure what it's about just from the teaser because the teaser doesn't have subtitles. But I think it's based on a book. Um, in the tranquil neighborhood of Tokyo, seven teenagers wake to find their bedroom mirrors are shining. At a single touch, they are pulled from their lonely lives to a wondrous castle filled with winding stairways, watchful portraits, and twinkling chandeliers. In this new sanctuary, they are confronted with a set of clues leading to a hidden room where one of them will be granted a wish, but there's a catch. If they don't leave the castle by 5 o'clock, they will be punished. As time passes, a devastating truth emerges. Only those brave enough to share their stories will be saved. Um, could be cool. Break of Dawn anime film reveals more cast members. Here's another new anime hype for you. Oh, yeah, we talked about this one. This is the near future of 2049. Humanity has become aware for a number of years that the Earth will have an unavoidable collision. And then this little, like, robot thing comes down and tells the kid, hey, there's a way to, we got to stop this shit. And then they, yeah, we talked about that, yeah. Um, that's really cool. 
I'm very excited for that one. We got a new trailer for Tekken Bloodline. Um, so we finally got to see some action shots, how some of the how some of the animation looks. I think it looks really cool. The art style looks really cool. Um, you know, some people say the art style looks really weird. Which, like, you know, I I think the only character that looks weird to me, in my opinion, is Paul. He looks a little, a little weird, but the rest of it, I think, looks awesome. Um, Pat Labor, Easy, Easy Y. Um, this is a new movie, a new Pat Labor movie. Um, very cool, very exciting. Um, Yutaka Izabuchi is the mechanical designer. He's directing the video. Uh, very cool. Very excited for that. Um, Booty Royale, Rui Takata retires from manga industry. So the only reason I bring this up is because y'all are a bunch of bitches. You know, I love the booty and y'all didn't tell me that there was a manga out there called Booty Royale. Come on now. Come on. Y'all failed me. Y'all failed me, y'all. Um, it describes the story. 18 year old karate expert Misoru Hayabara moves to Tokyo to pursue her dream of becoming a famous singer. Unfortunately, her sleazy handlers trick her into the adult entertainment industry instead. Her only way out is to survive a martial arts tournament where she must fight her way through 100 lustful male opponents. If she loses, she will pay the ultimate erotic price. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I have to read this. Are you serious? I have to fucking read this. He, so this this mangaka is retiring. In addition, his ongoing booty royale never go down without a fight manga will go on temporary hiatus. Due to the retirement. Oh, so it's not even done. Oh, man. Well, if they if they have to retire, whether it's going to be permanent or temporary. Hmm. Due to circumstances at his home making it difficult to constantly draw manga about boobs and sex. <laughs> that is what the, that is what he said. That's those are his words. Um, that's that's a shame. That's a shame. But obviously look, I'll just say I'll just say this, okay? I'll just let me humble brag real quick. As somebody who has been working on their own manga for the past I'm just kidding. No, seriously, I've I've been working on this manga for the, the patrons and uh you know what? Like just doing anything creative in your in your you have to have your own creative space. Any artist out there knows what I'm talking about. If you're a writer, you're a painter, you're a chef, you know, you're a you're you do crafts, you know, you're you're a jewelry maker, you're whatever. Anything that where you do you create things at home, you have to have a good creative space in your house. You know, or else you just can't do it, dude. It makes things hard. And last but not least, Kyoto Animation streams memorial video on Deadly Arson's third anniversary. Yeah, dude, I didn't even realize July. So two days after my birthday is when that happened, um, uh, which is July 18th. And they killed 36 people and wounded 33 other people. Uh, and I, I, I it was I haven't watched the memorial video. Um, I kind of don't want to because I am not in a good mental space right now. So I'm just like, you know, I just didn't want to watch it. But it's thinking back on that. I remember how ignorant I was about it. I just was kind of like, I did not realize the severity of that tragedy for some reason. I don't know why it just was like, I was so detached. 
it was like, oh, it's just some anime studio in Japan, you know. Um, I'm not sure why it was. Like, it, I don't know why. Like, I have no idea why. I, I was just kind of like, and I wasn't that detached. I wasn't that apathetic about it. I was just like, oh, my God, that's scary. Like, you know, whatever. And my thing was, was like, well, I got to record the newscast, you know, so whatever. And Nick was like, dude, don't do a regular newscast. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, we have to, you know. And he was like, dude, no, we have to do a news, like, report on this. Like, this is directly, this directly affects what we talk about every week. And I didn't really understand, like, what his deal was. And then I was kind of like, it took me a minute. <laughs> even I think even on that news report, I even said that. I was like, dude, no. Like, Nick literally had to, like, be like, dude, what are you doing? You know? And that's when we ran, like, anchor ads, too. And obviously I didn't, mon- like, didn't run an anchor ad on that one. And I just did not realize, like, how how much it did affect, like, you know. I mean, it didn't, like, directly affect our podcast, you know. I would say it affected our podcast as, many, as much as any other anime podcast, you know, especially the ones who love KyoAnnie and KyoAnnie shows. But, it, you know, it, it just not, not, not just at my anime, but any anime podcast or any, any podcast that talks about anything that KyoAnnie has done, you know, we're all affected in that way. And I just, it, it just, you really have to think about it, right? Like, I just, I, I'm normally an empathetic person, and for some reason I just couldn't think about I couldn't think about it. Like maybe, maybe it was that upsetting to me or I don't, I have no idea. But the way I thought about it was like, man, like somebody, like somebody kissed their husband goodbye or wife goodbye and they didn't come home. And you think, well, they're an animator. They're not like a, they're not in the army or they're not a firefighter or some other crazy job like that. You know, they're, they're an animator. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, it's like, sending your kids to school or something or going to the movie theater and then look what happens you know what i mean it's just just fucking wild to me and i'm just rambling at this point so um but anyways three years since that since that tragedy that's that's wild to me but anyway that is just going to make this point this next thing i'm going to say more set in stone for you please stay safe please stay safe be kind to everyone and love yourself love yourself you fucking deserve it okay and love every moment and hold on to every moment because uh as sean in our discord will say we're here for a good time not a long time so um that being said i love you guys i love you guys very much thanks for listening every week i love you i love you i love you a lot and i really appreciate you for supporting me and supporting Nick and Danny in yelling about cartoons every week. Love it. Love it. Fucking love it. Thank you so much. That being said, I've been Simon. It's been the Anime Summit. <gasps> Newscast.